What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what I did was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! Some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Well, well, welcome. That was a terrible intro to Fantasy Football <laughs> Today. This is the time where I hate that we do these live because I would love to start over. But well, well, welcome to all of you. Adam, Jamie, and hey, Dan Schneider. We haven't heard from Dan in a while. What's up, Dan? What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Happy to be back. What's Wisconsin ranked? Not good. They're not ranked. They're not ranked? What happened? No. I know. That almost never happens in my lifetime. They're almost always top 25 both sports, but bad times for the Wisconsin program right now. Mm. Jamie, is, are the Gators ranked? No, they, no, they're not ranked. I haven't checked the the polls. I've, I've uh, given up on their ranking. Uh, just hoping to pull off an upset against Georgia this week. Oh, I didn't know they were. Oh, cool. it's, it's Florida-Georgia week? Yes. It would cool. have been a lot more hyped had they not lost to... Uh, Kentucky. LSU, Kentucky. And LSU. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, you, you lose to LSU. You're, well, you lose. To, yeah. No, never mind. Well, well, welcome. Let's talk about the injuries, news, and notes here. Um, we got your Apple Podcast questions and your emails. Good way to get on the show is to ask an Apple Podcast question. But what we'd really appreciate, in addition to the question and the five star rating, is a review. Please tell everyone what you like about the show because the goal of that is to get more people to listen to the show uh, or watch the show here on YouTube. All right. Jamie, I'm just going to let you fire through these news and notes. And Dak Prescott may not play. So if he doesn't play, Lamb and Cooper are what? Uh, Lamb would be a low-end number two, high-end number three receiver. Mark Cooper would be a number three receiver. Dalton Schultz would be a low-end number one tight end. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott would still be a must-start running back, but obviously downgrades for everybody across the board if Dak is not there. Would you put Ricky Seals-Jones ahead of Tony pa- oh, <laughs> ahead of Dalton Schultz? No. I just woke up from like an eight-minute nap, so... I'm a little groggy right now. You like those or dislike those? They are totally out of necessity. I do like them. I would have fallen asleep on the air if I didn't. If I didn't do they, they, What's your the nap? suggestion? Because I do this all the time. Uh, you're supposed to get like 20 minutes. Right. You get the REM sleep if you get the 20 yep. minutes, right? Yeah, I heard that. No, no. Past 20 minutes, you get REM. Right, right. But you you want to get, like, get 20 minutes of, of, yeah. of like those cat naps. Yeah. I, I have. Well, you don't want the REM? No, because then you fall asleep. Like, you're in deep sleep. Okay. Oh, so you... Okay, Jamie, you do or don't want 20 minutes of catnap? You want 20 minutes. You don't want more than 20 minutes. Oh, you want maximum 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I guess I I feel kind of refreshed. 
I could see that. I do it all the time. Like I, I, I plan my nights around. <laughs> Kyler Murray expected to be fine, but Robert Tunyon tore his ACL. Cleveland notes. Looks like basically everyone's healthy except for Kareem Hunt. Uh, you got, well, the main guys. Baker Mayfield's going to start. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. I'll throw this one to Dan. Pick a wide receiver for the Browns this week against the Steelers. I'm going to go with Beckham, assuming he can play. What a homer. <laughs> homer, I've been off the Beckham bandwagon for a long time. Alex Collins, Jamie, I didn't bring this up on the Friday show, but I know he didn't practice Thursday. Concerns about him going this week against Jacksonville? Um, you know, obviously this is the the other negative about doing the show when we do it is the West Coast teams. We still have the, don't have the practice reports for them as of Friday afternoon. So just check back. If he does not practice, then I would not necessarily run to pick up Rashad Penny, but I would have a uh, quick jog to go pick up Rashad Penny um, because the matchup against Jacksonville is favorable. The offensive situation is disastrous for Seattle, but still a running back that's looking at probably 15 to 20 total touches is hard to overlook right now. You know, you're not supposed to jog for more than 20 minutes, I heard. You might well, we know that for you. get actual exercise. <laughs> you're not actually capable of jogging for more than 20 minutes, Adam, are you? Not at the moment, no. Without <laughs> stopping, gosh, no. Uh, Julio Jones just declared out. Breaking news. Julio Jones is out. Dan, does this change anything? No, I mean, at this point, A.J. Brown's locked and loaded. He's been back for a couple weeks now. It doesn't really change much for me with Jones out. He's still going to get the mo- the majority of those targets. I think they're going to lean on Henry a little bit in this game. Okay, Giants stuff. Dan, I'll let you handle it. Who's playing for the Giants? Yeah, my expectation here is actually going to be probably a little different than you've read on some of these reports. I don't think anyone but Sterling Shepard's going to play. Shepard has actually said that he was close to playing last week, injured another hamstring, his other hamstring. Now he says he's good to go. The other ones, they seem like they're starting to progress towards some a little bit more than individual drills, but that I don't think they're a cautious team, the Giants under Judge. So I don't think that's going to lead to Barkley. Tony is the one who I think has the best chance to play of the three out of any of them. Barkley and Galladay, I think, are not going to play. Right. Okay, that sounds fair. Uh, Jordan Howard got work with the starters. Jamie threw up three puke emojis on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. Respond- <laughs> It was good. <laughs> uh, also not supposed to puke for more than 20 minutes. So uh, did that change anything, That just seeing that report? I, I anticipated that Jordan Howard would be playing to some capacity, you know, whether it's just the he's the emergency guy now like Boston Scott was, or is he going to be, you know, somebody that, you know, threatens – Boston Scott's touches. I don't think Gainwell's touches change dramatically. He's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to get an increase in his carries, but to what extent? That's the question. You know, so Gainwell is still more of a flex play at best, better in PPR than non PPR. Scott is a desperation play, better in probably non PPR than PPR, but probably similar in both because he'll probably get a couple catches. Jordan Howard, you got to be completely stuck at the running back position. Uh, Adam, we just got another piece of news um, from the Broncos. Uh, Mike Cliss, who covers the Team for many, many years. He's with uh, Nine News, which is a TV station out there. Uh, Jerry Judy not practicing on Friday. That's Oof. not good. No, that is not good. Okay. He was just talking yesterday how he's had no problems cutting and everything. That sucks. Yeah, it could just be that they're resting him. But mm-hmm. anytime you see a guy not practicing on Friday, not good. Not a good sign. No. And by the way, we know that they're so beat up at linebacker. One of their starting defensive tackles is also going to be out for probably multiple weeks. Uh, I believe that is Purcell who is out this week. So... An even better matchup than we realized for Antonio Gibson. And Corey Davis. Yeah, Von Miller did also not practice. 
actually saw something on Twitter for a few minutes ago that uh, Jamie was talking about that I thought was good and I wanted to bring up just because I think it's a nice little tidbit that people can take forward, like moving forward from this point on. If you see, if you have a player who's questionable practicing on and off during the week and they don't, and you, you mentioned this, Jamie, if they don't make him available to the media at the end of the week, there's a really good chance he's not going to play. So you can track that and have a better idea for your questionable guys. All right, Corey Davis yeah, uh, is out for the Jets. So any interest in Jamison Crowder? No, you got to be stuck. You know the thing I want to see, and it sucks that it's not with Zach Wilson, I want to see Elijah Moore get targets. I want to see Denzel Mims get targets. You know, see what these young guys can do. It, it's Again, it's not an easy situation. The Bengals' defense is really good, but um, it, it would have been, been nice to see Zach Wilson having to rely on the young guys and just, you know, how can they do with, with increased playing time, increased opportunities. So that's the, the unfortunate thing that we, we won't get a, a, a full analysis on is how good those young guys can potentially be right now. Is this better for Michael Carter? Did you boost him in your rankings, Jamie? Uh, no, I think it's about the same. You know, he's a you know borderline starter in a in a two running back league. He's a good flex play, better in PPR than non PPR. I think, as we saw, Mike White's going to check the ball down, and you know, the, this is where the Bengals, for their body of work on the season, has been susceptible with pass catching running backs. That's so true. Yeah, it's not a uh, it's not a slam dunk, you know, but I could see a you know, five for 40 game and, you know, receiving game for him and then probably 40, 50 yards rushing. So he could be, you know, 60, 75 total yards, maybe falls to the end zone. So better, you know, PPR type of running back than non-PPR. This Sunday, the NFL on CBS features several great matchups, including Big Ben leading the Steelers on the road in Cleveland against the Browns, the Red Hot Bengals taking on the Jets, and the Patriots out west clashing with the Chargers. Get set for the day beginning at noon Eastern with the NFL Today. That is all coming up Sunday on the NFL on CBS. Apple Podcast questions. This is from someone from a city with a grassy knoll. I guess that would only be Dallas. That's all I know. And he's, he or she says, I got offered a second-round pick for Damian, Har- Damian Harris and Kadarius Tony plus a 13th. What? And then I took that trade and I turned that second-round pick and Zach Moss into McCaffrey and Hubbard. What? I don't understand any of this. What? <laughs> you, got McC- you gave up Kadarius Tony and Damian Harris for a second-round pick? That was not a. I wouldn't have done no. that. Not but, the hell's trading the. But take, the second part is even weird. Then you took that well, second round pick in Moss and made it McCaffrey and Hubbard. That's okay. Now you did well. So the second round pick is. It's not a dynasty. It's not a rookie draft, right? Yeah, I think it's just regular keeper. Uh, all right. Well, because then it's a little different. That helps. Yeah, it's better, but I don't know. I mean, okay, you did okay, great. Okay, that's totally different. That's totally different then. Yeah, you did great. You got McCaffrey. Way to go. Nice. All right. From Go Pack Go. Actually, this is from Sean in Toronto, whose little uh, Apple name is Go Pack Go. Hey, Kessler, Henny, Leftwich, and Gerard. Cody Kessler, Byron Leftwich. Cody Jaguars Kessler, Jaguars. Yeah, Cody Jags. Kessler. I couldn't place that one. Pick Jack one. Kessler played for them. Yeah, pick one for Flex. Yeah, thanks. I gathered that, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Pick one for flex. <laughs> Keenan Allen, Eli Mitchell, Deontay Johnson, Daryl Williams, or Damian Harris. I would love to just have one of these loaded teams like this. Yeah, where this is your problem. Yeah, I know. Remember, right? it's 10 teams and it's standard scoring. Oh, that helps, actually. Uh, I'm go Deontay here. But, uh, actually, it's no. Between Mitchell and Harris for me. 
Harris. I'd probably go Mitchell. Um, bad news, though, for Mitchell. Akeem Hicks practices in full on Friday. Oh, that is bad news. Uh, I mean, last time Akeem Hicks played, they, they were terrible against the run, but it was the Well, Khalil Mack ruled out, so things changing. Yeah. Um, I th- you you wouldn't go Deontay Johnson here? I know it's standard. I would but... go Deontay Johnson. But the, the only problem is, is that, you know, he can have uh, seven for 80, and that's a great PPR game, but if he doesn't score, right. you know, then you're, you know, I, I just always, whenever it's non-PPR, I lean toward the guys that are going to get touched the ball the most, and, and that's going to be Mitchell, Fair. in my opinion. You know, he's got three games that he's, Started, I'm sorry, four games that he started. Three of them, he's been 16 or more carries. Yeah. And the one time that he didn't come through was the game where he got hurt against Philadelphia. I thought he had a game. Didn't he have a 12 carry game against Arizona? No, it was like a nine carry game. I think it was nine. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Three of four. Oh, he's gotten but a lot he had the 16 carries against Philadelphia or 17 against Philadelphia. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. From Bama Gambler, who should I start at wide receiver and flex? I have Metcalf, Cup. Godwin and Emmanuel Sanders. So Cup is going to start. Um, is it? I guess. I guess then he just needs one then. So Godwin you, probably or probably locking Metcalf. Godwin. So it's kind of between Sanders and Metcalf, right? I don't know if he even needs one of them, but you can rank him anyway. Metcalf or Sanders? I'd go Metcalf still, even with Geno Smith. He still showed last week. He just needs one play. I think the thing when you have a situation like this, and we probably don't talk about these type of scenarios enough. You have two home runs, right? Cup is the best receiver in fantasy. Godwin's in a great spot because he's going to avoid Lattimore in what mm-hmm. hopefully is a high-scoring game. Which is the next best thing for you? The guy that will give you the floor or the ceiling? You know, so if you want, And it goes either way because if you know you're getting the guaranteed production of those other two guys, maybe just take the safe route and go Sanders. But if you want the, okay, I got two home runs, why not you know, try and go three for three? DK Metcalf is the better play. I could not have foreseen a scenario where Cooper Cup would be the number one wide receiver in fantasy. I can't really believe what's happening. That he's getting double-digit targets every game. It's pretty amazing. So, two things. One, it shows you what Sean McVay can do when he has better quarterback play. And that's no shot at Jared Goff, because Goff was good for him for the majority of his tenure there. Uh, But Stafford takes this offense to a different level. You watch their games. He is always open. Always. And right? that's just not him. That's McVay. You know, the rub routes, the picks, the, the things that they do, the pre-snap motion. Um, teams are just so confused facing this team. You know, now they'll start to get figured out as the second half rolls along, especially when they get second time through against their division opponents. But um, he is always open, and he's just so good at catching everything. And Stafford's looking for him. Um, there is something that may change a little bit. Uh, apparently, the, there's multiple reports now that Deshaun Jackson's requested a trade. So, you know, we'll see, you know, if they are able to move him. It's probably a boost for Deshaun, for uh, Van Jefferson more so than anybody else just because he'll be on the field a little bit more. But um, if that just opens up a target or two more for Woods, for Cup, for, for Van Jefferson, those guys just get even better. And I'll add this. It is true what Jamie said. I've broken down film on a lot of these teams this year. No one has route combinations like McVay except maybe Andy Reid. And he gets these guys open early. But I will say this. Two years ago, we did, or maybe it was last year, we heard Devontae Adams call Cooper Cup the most underrated receiver in the game. And he remains that until this year because it's all about route running, releases off the line of scrimmage, the footwork. It's the same reason why Devontae Adams is so good. They're just so uncoverable right off their release on the line of scrimmage. And they've got great feet. And he's a great receiver. People are start, finally starting to realize that you don't need four four speed to be a great receiver at all this is from tyler in a snooty city in arizona so this is apparently scottsdale and i'm seeing a a 2014 article with the top 10 snootiest cities in america 
Uh, what else is on there? San Francisco is one. This sure. is from azcentral.com. I don't, but I don't think it's their list. I'm not sure. <laughs> Aggregated. Uh, no, it's okay. It's from Movoto, I guess. I don't know how to pronounce that. Made the list. San Francisco one, Washington DC two, Seattle three, Scottsdale four, Oakland five, Portland six, Irvine seven, Honolulu seven, tied. Whoa. Madison nine and Atlanta ten. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you're so snooty, bro. There's nothing snooty about Madison. It's the total opposite. Were you there in 2014? Uh, no, I was gone. Okay, well, see, things changed. Things changed. Things changed. It's about it's about like medium home, median home price, median household income, percentage of population with a college degree, private schools per capita, performing arts per capita, art galleries per capita. Man, I'm glad I don't live on the West Coast. All these, all those snooty people. We just made a lot of people mad just by airing this. <laughs> I list. didn't. I have my list anyway. Snooty Tyler says Jared Cook for James Connor in PPR. Grade the trade. Give up Cook, get Connor. Great. A hundred percent. What? A what? Plus. Yeah. Why would anyone do this? <laughs> I don't know. I James mean, Connor's on pace like, for like 16 touchdowns or more this year. I think he's on pace for 700 rushing yards and 16 touchdowns. Yeah, right? yeah, 716. <laughs> The uh, plus there's the home run or the the lottery ticket appeal if something happens to Chase Edmonds like imagine oh, if he's getting yeah. the full full time work. Oh yeah, not that you need it because he scores every week. All right, this is from Chris from somewhere south of Interstate Eight. I don't know. I've never even heard of Interstate Eight either. Before. That doesn't that exist. Come on, there's only like seven interstates. Okay. Hey, Jason, Michael, Cheedy, and Eleanor. I might have said that wrong. This is uh, the good wife or the good place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, great. Have you not seen that show, Adam? Never I'm sure you have I've never seen it, no. Of course you haven't. You, you, nobody's seen it. A lot of people have seen it, and it's one of the best shows in probably the last five years. All right, I'll take a look. What channel? Yeah, great plot, comedy. What's it on? It's, all, it's got it all. How do I watch it? it? What on? is it on? It was, I think you can find it on Hulu now. It was on one of the major... It might have been on Harnet. No, I don't think it was on our network. It sounds like a CBS show. I feel it like it does sound like I, I have no idea which network it originally aired on. All right. I need two receivers, two running backs, and a flex. So pick two running backs. Let's just hope he started Aaron Jones. Joe Mixon, James Robinson. Pick one. Uh, Robinson. Okay. Pick I'm actually a... leaning Mixon in this one. Okay. But I get. Hopefully we'll flex Robinson. the other one. Debo Samuel. You're going to sit Amari Cooper. Yeah. Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper. You're going to sit Cooper, right? Yeah. Yep. And then it comes down to either Cordaro Patterson or Robinson or Mixon. Uh, Patterson. Yeah, I'm actually going Patterson too. Who would have thought? Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'd play both running backs over Patterson. Over who? I'd play Robinson and Mixon over Patterson. Oh, okay. I'd go Patterson there. Over which one? Over Mixon? No, over, no, Ro- over Robinson? Robinson. I don't like this matchup for Robinson. Seattle's D is playing much better. They are playing better, but they're still terrible against pass-catching running backs. So hopefully Daryl okay, Bevel and Urban Meyer realize that. Cool $2 says pick two in full PPR. Dearness Johnson, Tony Pollard, J.D. McKissick, Boston Scott, Brandon Bolden. Uh, McKissick is probably the best of that group, just based on what you, you think he should do. Um, I wonder if, and you, you, you know, you may not know this until game time, but I wonder if the Cowboys look at what the Packers just did. Right, I was thinking say that. If, if, know, that's different because the receiving core is there, the quarterback is still there, but... You know, if the quarterback is not there, is it just all Zeke and Tony Pollard in that game? I don't know if I want to trust that, though. I probably would go either Boston Scott or Bolden 
knowing what their roles are. Pollard has the biggest ceiling, though, I think, for what the reasons Jamie was talking about. Maybe so. From Ali35, Dear Mac, Tua, Jalen, and Greg, Bama quarterbacks. Nice. 14-team league, I traded Ricky Seals-Jones, Cole Beasley, John Connor, probably James Connor. Uh, so Ricky Seals-Jones, Cole Beasley, James Connor, Mike Davis, Devin Singletary, and Brandon what? Bolden. Gets a lot of filler. What is this? For Christian McCaffrey and Allen Robinson. Yeah, it's great. I, I'll take it. Yeah, I just don't. I don't what is this, 10 team? Is it 10 no, team league? No, it's 14 team. Oh, it's four, if in a 14, like you're not going to be able to refill that bench. That's the one thing I would say about this. I still do it. But in a 14 team league, you cannot refill that bench. There will There's not going to be anything out there like those players who are basically all startable or borderline startable. Yeah, it's a good trade. From ja- good trade. Java MC. I made the following trade in a 12-team dynasty league in non-PPR. I gave Dalvin Cook a 2023 third-round pick. And that's it. Cook in a 2023 third-round pick. And I got Clyde Edwards-Elair, T. Higgins, and a 2022 first-round pick. Is that enough? Cook in a 2023 third for CEH, T. Higgins, and a 2022 first. It's non-PPR. I don't love it. But it's hard to say unless we know what pick you have. Because if you're till if it's a top three pick, then it's much better. If it's Mike. a bottom first pick, late first pick, then that's pretty disappointing for what Dalvin Cook is. And Jamie nailed it. And, and you got to assume that the team trading for Cook is contending. That's why they're making this kind of trade. So you're probably going to get a bottom first round pick, which lose a lot of value. I also think at this point, even I'm off the CH bandwagon. I just, it's hard long-term, <laughs> especially it's just hard to even stay there. So you're really, you're really not getting much back here. You could have got more, I think for somebody like cook. I think sometimes people fall victim to this. You know, when you're in trade mindset, but you haven't made it public yet and you get a trade offer, especially if you're in a dynasty or keeper league, don't just settle for that offer and don't just settle for that trade partner. Okay, now you know what you have on the table. Now go explore other teams. You know, so let's say the the, the person getting the person offering Edwards Elaire and, and T Higgins is uh, is a five hundred team or one game above five hundred. Well, look at the team that's maybe a, a spot ahead of them in the standings or below them in the standings or two spots each way, and then say, hey, I'm I I got an offer for Dalvin Cook. What can you make me? Uh, you right. know, I'm looking to sell Dalvin Cook. You know, you don't necessarily make it public to the league, but it's not a bad bad move. Also, uh, be aggressive. You know, don't just settle for the first offer you get. I'm having so much trouble making trades this year. It's really upsetting. I think I've made one. It's just, in all your leagues? Yeah, I think so. Yikes. I, I, you know, I'm in a league where I need the most help, and it's not a very active league. And it's frustrating me that I'm playing against people who don't seem to care and I can't win. But it's just like, <laughs> I don't get it. But uh, I keep making trade offers, and, and not only do they not get accepted or rejected, they don't even get replied to. So, yeah, that's really frustrating me. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is I, it I, with your home friends or anything? You can text them and yell at them? Yeah, sort of. It's uh, work people, but I don't I don't have all of their numbers. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the Darce League? Yeah. Darce and I are playing this week in a race to the bottom. But, uh, you know. Most I t- of your teams sound like they're in a race no, to the bottom. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. Not at all. No, not at all. Don't say yeah. yeah. It's not true at all. Yeah. I'm having a good. I'm having a solid year. This is my worst team. Two and five. Um, Russell Wilson, but yeah, that I, I think load up on running backs in rounds three to five just isn't working for you, bud. 
it would have if I had actually done that in this league. But, you know, this league, I think I approached it a little bit too much like a three-receiver PPR league, and it's a two-receiver half PPR league, and I wish I were better at running back, to be honest with you. Nobody's good at running back. I, I, I am in some leagues. All right, so listen, coming up to, uh, later today, controversy brewing uh, among us CBS podcasters because I said, Jamie and I were quoting my cousin Vinny yesterday, I think, or Thursday, and huge shock, Dan Schneier has apparently actually seen my cousin Vinny and hates it. I do not hate that movie. Hate it? Hold on. That cannot be said here. Great movie. Love it. Just not top five. So he said it wasn't a top 10 comedy. I said, no, you're right. It's a top 10. It's a top five comedy, bro. And I stand by not top 10 either. So I asked him, you have to give me your 10 yes. best comedies. After we do Fantasy Cops, we're going to get Dan Schneier's 10 best comedies. We're also, Jamie and I came up with our own list of what we think Dan Schneier's 10 best comedies are. I think we've got it nailed. Obviously, Little Giants is going to be on there. So <laughs> we'll find out if we're accurate. But also want to hear what Dan thinks are the 10 funniest movies of all time. Now, let's get to the fantasy cops. The first one is not a specific question. It's one that I get a lot. Uh, if you want specifics, one person on Twitter uh, texted me or tweeted me about a trade in the league involving Tom Brady for one team and Daryl Henderson for the other team. And... The question of the Fantasy Cops dilemma is about renting players because they did, these two managers did a Brady for Henderson trade and then one week later, they traded him back. And I hate that. It happened in one of my leagues too. I hate it too. It hate trade backs. makes my blood boil. It's not fair. What do you do about it, Fantasy Cops? You step up as a commissioner and you make a rule yourself that this can't happen. But that's a problem. Then it's subjective. Like, what is written in the rule and what is considered a trade back? I think I'm lucky enough to be playing in most leagues where this just doesn't happen. People just have respect for the idea that this is bad for the rest of the league. So I'm in, uh, I, think, I don't know if Adam, you ever took part in the office league, the, the big one? No. 24th. No. So it, it's been at times a 32 team league. It's a 24 team league right now. Um, so we do team, team QB. And uh, somebody, I won't name names. Um, to, to protect the the guilty, um, but they traded and it happened to be the the my matchup. So I did not. I had Josh Allen on a buy last week. I was facing somebody who uh, had a quarterback on a buy. Traded for. I also made the same. Now now this is where it got a little. I I, I felt it was like a personal attack on me. Um, I made an offer of Alex Collins for the Lions team quarterback. That manager accepted Rashad Penny for. The Lions quarterback. Now, this was during the week when Collins was not practicing. Mm, okay. So that's when the trade happened. And okay. I don't know if that was the reason. But uh, after the, the matchup was over, I lost. Um, after the week was over, they traded back. Uh, Jared, J- Lions team QB for Rashad Penny. And I was like, whoa, what was it? Now, if I had lost by a margin that was not more significant than it was and, and the quarterback was a difference, I would have probably had more of a stink about it and nobody else said anything. But... It was. It's just really shady. It's just absolutely really shady. Like, I, 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 I don't think that that should go on. And if I was a commissioner, I would have, you know, probably penalized those two managers. But would you have? Because we all agree we hate it, but none of us have ever actually put anything in the rules. Because it's never happened to me in any of my leagues. It's never happened in my league. It doesn't usually happen in right. most regular leagues. So like, I don't this know is what a, I would a rare do. Example. If it happened in one of the podcast leagues where I'm the commissioner, 
I would hate it, but since I didn't have a rule against it, I don't know if I would actually do anything. So that's number one. Number two, my rule would be you cannot trade back a player that you acquire to the same team for at least three weeks. I would just put that in there in my constitution. That's fair. But yeah, I mean, can you penalize it or you just have to let it stay and then say no more of this going forward? Or no more uh, of this I would have year. probably left those. Uh, what I would have probably done is you're stuck with these players. You can't drop them. You're stuck with them the rest of the season. And if you drop them, you're out of the league next year. Oh, all right. You're uh, you're pretty fired up about it. All right, Dan. I stand by that. Yeah. You have, to, you have to give these threats. Like, it's just like the teams we were talking about before, Adam, the teams that make bad trades and you're like, oh, you could, you should veto them. No, you don't veto them. You just say like, if you're going to continue, like you, you don't let that, you don't invite that team back in. That's the better way to do it. All it's right. It's cutthroat, but it's the way to do it. Okay. You guys are, uh, pretty, pretty intense fantasy cops. Over there. I guess I'm good cop. You guys are bad cops. Yeah, you're the good cop. From Ariella, my trade was recently vetoed. Can you remind everyone how you all feel about vetoes? Currently, I'm number one overall in my 12-team half PPR money league, and I made a trade with the number 12 0-7 team who has been plagued with injuries. The number 12 injury is my partner, but there was no collusion. Please note, whoever finishes last place in our league has to do a punishment. So he's trying to get a win, and I'm trying to better my team to win the money. Hence, we both wanted a fair trade. The trade was me giving Dak Prescott, Zach Moss, and Rashad Bateman for Patrick Mahomes. I messaged the league group chat asking about why the trade was vetoed, and I received no response. I suspect the commissioner helped veto the trade. Can you please remind me on your thoughts on vetoes? And she's just saying that because she knows how much we hate them. Um, I plan on sending my league group chat your response. Also, the trade was finalized Friday morning, and... He, the guy I traded with, my partner, benched Chase Edmonds, who played on Thursday, with the intention of starting Zach Moss over Edmonds. But then right. the trade got vetoed, so he got screwed. Yeah, originally when I saw you were number one and made a trade with an 0-7 team, I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. But knowing that there is a penalty to be in last place, it does make it a little bit more defensible. What do you guys think? Not to mention, this is not vetoable at all unless we get news that Dak Prescott has some kind of injury that's going to leave him out for a long period of time. And we're still unsure of that. Like, we think maybe it'll be a week. But, I mean, this guy gets two potentially startable players on an 0-7 team where probably needs fill-ins at flex and running back because that's why they're 0-7. And so, yeah, it's a better – you want Mahomes in this deal, but this is nowhere close to vetoable. Yeah. How do you feel about this trade? It's a six-player trade between two teams. Uh Team A gets Marvin Jones, Leonard Fournette, and Zach Moss. Team B gets, prior to last night, Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, and Savan Ahmed. I think Obviously, it's, it's much better for the Hills. Yeah, side. I think it's okay, though. But, again, I'm not into any vetoes unless there's proven collusion. Oh, I totally agree with you. Though. So that was a trade that happened. I, th- I think, Dan, you, you're in this league, right? Are you in the FFT league? I'm uh, not in the F. I'm, not in the FFT I'm in like one of the FFT leagues. Yeah, this is this is the the oldest one that we've done. Uh, Adams in this league. So this was uh, two of our. Oh, our Heath coworkers. and George. Yes. Well, yeah, Heath. So, Heath basically he made that trade on the air on Thursday. Yeah. Um. So when the trade happened, I had some people in the league text me like, "How are you going to allow this?" No, come on. And I was like, "That this that's not lob, that lopsided at all." Yeah, Leonard Fournette last four weeks has been a top ten running back. 
He has been, he's on pace in those four games. And I, I use these four weeks because that's when they really seem to just feature him. He's been great. Zach he's Moss been has been solid. He's been on pace for like 1,700 yeah, total yards or something. He's just like, is it a sell stud. high on, on Fournette by low on Hill? Sure, but that doesn't make it a, a veatable trade. Right. And right, prior to high, last you night. You buy high on people and be right, right. sometimes. Prior to last night, Edmonds had no touchdowns. He hadn't been exactly yeah. producing in the passing game. So it's basically you're giving up three potential starters for Tyreek Hill and maybe whatever Chase Edmonds is. Now, Two weeks from now, if Miles Gaskin is out and Malcolm Brown's still on IR, it's going to look a little bit more lopsided if Edmonds sure. continues to do what he did last night. But I mean, but Edmonds, did, you can't be super encouraged by last night. By no, Edmonds, but he right? scored, and I, I guess if you're just looking at that from that perspective, yeah, uh, you're scored, right. He's, like, he's not nothing changed dramatically. For right, him. right. All right, so uh, that's it for the fantasy cops for today. Thanks so much for your emails. Remember, put fantasy cops in the subject line and send it to fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Little Giants and nine other comedies on Dan Schneier's Top 10 when we come back. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Today. All right, Dan. So we got emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. But first, I challenge you to give me a good top 10. Do you want to hear what? Well, yeah, we should probably, we should, you know, let's do ours first. This is Jamie and I making guesses about what Dan was going to give as okay. his top 10. I like this. Have you ever heard of Laden Thinks? This is exactly what that is. Yeah, it's uh, one of my 10 favorite comedies, too. No, Laden Thinks no. is not a comedy. I, I, it's I, a I, game. I, I, <laughs> um, no, I never heard of that. But the, oh, the only two I knew were Wedding Crashers and Clerks. So the rest yeah, I told you those ahead of time. Yeah, the rest of the list. The clerks is a surprise call, and it's not. I I I go out on a limb with that one. I know it's not in most people's top ten, but the original clerks is amazing. It's not though, but it is though. Like we can't talk about it on air because it's not really a family friendly topic. But the the discussion about what his, uh, his former girlfriend has done with other yeah, people, very like, funny. That's an all time bit. That's an all time bit. I know, but it's not a top ten comedy. It, it's it's just not. But okay. you like you like that better than my cousin Vinny. I do like that better than my cousin Vinny. Yes. Okay. I think it's funnier. Straight up funnier. We're going for funny here. My cousin Vinny is amazing. Let me movie. say, there's a scene. There's a scene of my cousin Vinny where they're they're at breakfast where they learn about the grits, and the menu has three options: breakfast, lunch, dinner. And the looks on their faces is like, I guess we'll take breakfast. I mean, that is funnier than anything in Clerks. Like they're just subtly incredible, and that's like the thirtieth most funny moment of that movie. So you're wrong about you're that. You're more but, of a like random moment guy that nobody know, remembers or knows yeah, type. Yeah, I kind of. Okay. Um, okay, we think your top ten comedies are Wedding it's Crashers, here. Clerks, Hangover. Did it make the list? Oh, do you want me to reveal if you're right or wrong? Yeah. On any of these? 
Hangover did original Hangover made the list. There right, <laughs> yeah. we go. Old school. Made the list. That's four. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Did not make the list. It should have. I'm trying to give you a little credit here. Anchorman. Made the list. Swingers. <laughs> what did you say? S- swingers. Did not make the list. I've never seen Swingers. I mean, that's not that's a bad call on my part, but I'm a little too it's a little like earlier than that's me. a great it's a great movie. Uh Happy Gilmore. They actually have house phones and answering machines in Swingers. What'd you say? They have house phones and answering machines in Swingers. You might not know <laughs> right. Here you go. Is that uh, even a comedy? Happy Gilmore made the list. Happy Gilmore lock. That's that's top three, maybe one. Is is Swingers a comedy? It's very funny. That's what I asked you when we were discussing this. It's very funny. I don't know if it's a comedy. I would call it a comedy. There, the 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 scene involving the phone and the answer machine is top five all time. Yeah, it, amazing. Uh, Happy Gilmore. You said it's on the Tommy Boy. No. Caddyshack. No. And then the bonus was Little Giants. Nah. <laughs> well, we have six, including the two that you knew. Yeah, we had six. We had six. All right, so give me give me your top ten. All right, so those six. Then Billy Madison. That's I seven. told you Billy Madison. Yeah, I don't know how you missed Billy Madison. Well, no, I said oh, it's either it's either Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. I didn't or realize both, it was both. Because they're both unbelievably funny <laughs> yeah, and incredible. Are. Okay. Uh-huh. We're also going to throw on Superbad. Okay. Amazing. Superbad is phenomenal. Somehow you missed Step Brothers. It's not Come top on, 10 for Step me. Step Brothers, that might be number one. The more I've watched it, Oh no! The, I, now listen, I love it, but the more I watched it, the less I I love it. It's not as good. You gotta see it once. It's not as repeatable. Right. Okay, that's fair. And then the final one. This was very tough. There were a lot of options. I was thinking dodgeball, maybe forty old virgin, maybe mm. get him to the Greek is surprisingly funny. Big Lebowski up there, but I didn't go with any of those. I went with. Big Daddy. Even though it's not technically a full comedy, it's so unbelievable. It's completely rewatchable. I can see that 50 to 100 times. It's better than my cousin Vinny. So so basically, basically, any Saturday Night Live character yeah. from the 90s <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. has made movies you like. <laughs> no, there yeah, it's a good list. It's really just Adam Sandler. It's a very Adam Sandler-driven list. I will admit that. It's an Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell... Uh, but then the all those group. new, like the super bads, like those that new yeah. age of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good list. I, it's Thanks. hard to argue. I think Jamie. What? I told what you, he's 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 a Judd Apatow, Adam yeah. Sandler guy. He's young. He's young. He's like he's like twenty. I don't see years how old. my cousin Vinny can top those though. Really? Oh, that's better than half it's of them. Better than yeah. It's so. First of all, it's it's a good. It's a really good movie. So is Big Daddy. Big Daddy Big is number is f- Big Daddy is number four behind wedding uh, behind wedding singer on the Sandler list. No way, Big Daddy's easy in the top three. There's a clear top three with Adam Sandler. It's Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, yeah. Big Daddy. Come there's on, a, there's a clear top two, and there's a solid debate for number three. And it's, oh, it's, and, and anyway, you I wouldn't mean, put Little Nicky. How do you leave Little Nicky up? Little Nicky, come on. W- wedding Nicky's sing- not bad. It's underrated, but you wouldn't put Wedding Singer over Deeds, would you? Deeds was great. yeah, of course. Yes, Wedding Singer. Oh, Deeds was so underrated. Jamie, Wedding Singer, or Big Daddy. I would go Wedding Singer. I like Big Daddy, but I would go Wedding Singer over that. Big Daddy's got feel good and comedy. But, but Dan's not going to get a lot of the '80s references from. Yeah. I, so, so what would be on your list, Jamie? That that's not on Dan's. I also like Fifty First Dates. I think Fifty First Dates is a good sound movie. It's fun. Um, not top. It's not like top ten. What would comedy. be on my list that's not on Dan's? Yeah, give me some. Give me some of your favorites. Oh, I told you, but I said I didn't think he would say it. Coming to America is one of the best comedies of all time. Mm, amazing. Um, Caddyshack would be on the list. Uh, 
let's see. Um, so what airplane? about what about like slapstick stuff? Airplane, yeah, like airplane. Are you an airplane? Oh, airplane for sure. Naked Stop gun. Uh, Zombie Land one and two. <laughs> <laughs> two, two. Zombie Land two. Yeah, it's Jesse Eisenberg, man. All the Jesse. I, I see where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Naked Gun, Spaceballs. Some there could be some Mel Brooks on there, but for me, my cousin Vinny is. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire for sure. Oh, that's, that's a great, great one. one. That's yeah. also way better than my cousin Vinny. And I like my cousin Vinny. I don't want to be crapping on my cousin Vinny. Oh, here, wait, 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 wait. The third best Adam Sandler movie is Waterboy. That's that's not. Oh yeah, movie. Waterboy. Well, I, not third, again, I not still got wedding. Daddy, but I still got wedding singer there. But that's I, 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 I'm very, very, very dis- disappointed if 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 you don't 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 include uh, <laughs> me and v- v- Vicky Valancourt, especially with uh, with Mama, you know, and, and what she thinks about about the devil with with football. If if it's Halloween time, so anybody that dresses up as a football <laughs> player is, is certainly celebrating Halloween because they're the devil. It's, that was pretty good. It's real. I mean, it's a d- tremendous impression. Okay, that was a pretty tremendous impression. Yeah, yeah. Here, let's, let, we, we can make an Adam Sandler movie. Ready? A cookie for me, a cookie for you. Let's have a cookie and a big brown shoe. Oh, look, I got a million dollars. Yep, <laughs> that's that's Adam Sandler. Now let's all watch Herbie Halloween. Okay, oh, let's uh, read some emails from John, Daryl Williams, Damian Harris, or Amari Cooper. Damian Harris. Uh, what's the format? I don't know. Non PPR, it's Harris. PPR, yeah. I take Daryl Williams. See, Shrek. Daryl Daryl Williams. You said. You said Daryl Damien. I said Daryl. He said D yeah. Williams. So. Probably um, Daryl. See, Shrek, yeah. If it's uh, non PPR, it's Damien Harris. If it's there's a lot of confusion here. If it's non PPR, it's Damien Harris. If it's PPR, it's Daryl Williams. If Damien Williams is in this mix, I no, would not take him no. over any of those guys. That's why I didn't say his name. Yeah. All right, from Sue Ann. Dear Meg, Joe, Amy, and Beth. This no is idea. Little Women, I believe. Right? Yeah. You are a little man. Yeah. Who should I start? Half PPR. Deontay Johnson or Cordero Patterson? I'm like two inches taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> More than that. I go Deontay here. What was the question? Deontay or Cordero? No, it doesn't matter, JB. You would sold me. Um, how, I mean, how are you benching one of these guys? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't really get this either. Well, who's it going to be Deontay or Pat or Patterson? I would go Deontay from Colin. I have Dalton Schultz and Dallas Goddard. Would you trade one of them for George Kittle? And if so, who? Yes, I would trade. If Dak is fine, I would trade Goddard because Schultz has already passed his bye week. And the, the you know the Dallas passing game is going to be on point this year. You you just can't predict that with Philadelphia right now. Right. The only hesitation would be is what happens to Schultz when Gallup is back. That's true. It's so a good point. Take that into account too. From no name, who would you start in a flex spot? Mike Williams, Cordaro Patterson, or Khalil Herbert? Patterson. It's Patterson, but I can get behind the upside of of Herbert. From Davin. Against that defense. Gronk or Gasicki. Gronk. Yeah, I don't Gronk. like him against the Bills. He has not had a good track record against them at all. From Matt, Alex Collins or Michael Carter, PPR? Ugh. Carter. Carter. From Chris, why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Because they're wow. really good at it. Ah, good dad joke. Also, start two in non-PPR. Chuba Hubbard, Zach Moss, Kenneth Gainwell, and Khalil Herbert. Uh, Herbert and Hubbard. Yeah, definitely. From John, would you rather have Emmanuel Sanders or Kenneth Gainwell rest of season? 
Sanders. Sanders. From Steven. Half PPR, 12 teams. Hollywood Brown or Leonard Fournette rest of season? That's a better that's a great question. Um I'm probably going Fournette because because of just because of position scarcity here. Okay. Jamie, agreed? Uh yes. From Rob, dear Miss Cleo. You know who Miss Cleo is, Dan? Um, she like the uh fortune teller. Yeah. Yeah. PPR tight end premium league. Pat Fryermuth or Alex Collins? Ooh. Um <laughs> Collins is safer, but the Steelers have ruled out Eric Ebron. So for whatever that's worth to help Fryermuth who the last time we saw him again, seven for fifty eight on seven targets. So right. he was heavily involved in that in that last game for the Steelers. I'd like to figure out if it's Fryer Muth or Muth because it, during draft season I was when I was looking it up it was Muth. But I've been hearing I think it is Muth. Muth lately. Who you've been hearing Muth lately? Jamie's been saying it, but also I heard on the broadcast. I don't know if I can even tell the difference between if people are saying Muth or Muth. You got to really be listening in. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, because I didn't even notice Jamie just said it the other way. Yeah, no, because. It's funny. I was driving by the. I was driving by a farm the other day, and I heard all these cows, and it was just like mew, mew, right? Yeah. See, you can tell the difference. I said mew, obviously, not moo. Wow, that was, that was a horrific <laughs> bit right there. What was that? Mew. That was you didn't get a sick like me, Jamie. I think is like lost. Right? We're, we're both. Well, I'm just saying. Well, you can't that. understand the difference between people say moo and mew. It's, so you come up with some weird story about driving past. You're an upstate in New York, nowhere near these farms. You come up with some weird. I story live very about, close to farms. You don't live anywhere you, close to farms. I do live. I live in Sleepy Hollow. There's a farm, Stony Barn, Stone Brook, or what the heck's it called? You know, Stone, it's a lie. Stone when barn. Stone lie, barn. It consists of one total farm you, that he's making up with a name. Do you know what the cows? thought of your joke what they didn't care it's a moot point uh, no, it was a, a mute See, that's a little better that's at point. least a little better all right this is from daryl my brother daryl and my other brother daryl there's no way you know that reference. i already did this with heath on thursday it's bob newhart that was a great show i'm sure it was 10 team two keeper ppr league i have uh, by the way good news baker mayfield and nick chubb off the injury report both are playing nice nick Duh. chubb baby did you really have to interrupt the question for that? Yes, actually, yeah, he did. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to moot you. I have <laughs> Waller and Kittle. I wanted to get Javante Williams in case he pops in the second half. I traded Kittle for Javante Williams, but I had to drop A.J. Dillon in the process. Well, what league is this? I don't know, but what do you think about that trade, Kittle for Javante? Uh, you bought low on Javante, which is fine, but you sold low on Kittle, which is never good. And the fact that you had to basically give up Kittle and AJ Dillon to get Javante Williams is a just a terrible, terrible move. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> tell me how you really feel. It's hard to defend this. I would agree, but I would love to know the tight end situation behind there. I would say this: if you're really struggling with any decision like this, let's go ahead drive by a farm. That'll probably tell you what to do. Literally, I'm 10 minutes away from a farm. I also, there's sure. another farm called Muscoot that we go to sometimes. And that's that one doesn't sound 20, up, 25 so minutes away. Starting to believe you. So Stone, what the hell is it called? I think it's called Stone Barn. There's a famous restaurant there where it's like $300 a plate or something. like. It's one of those crazy, you know, people from Scottsdale probably go there. I'll, <laughs> I will never go there, but maybe. You'll never go there? No, I'm never, I would never spend that much on a meal, ever. 
from ter- I, I've got a hot pocket in the freezer, bro. I'll just take that. I, bro, you're just big on the bros today, aren't I you? I have my R- RB2 and flex spots in question. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, Joe Mixon, Eli Mitchell, Jerry Judy. Who am I starting at RB2 and flex? We've got Emmanuel Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, Mixon, Mitchell, Judy. And what is it? Po- 0.5 PPR? I, why did you say that? I, I didn't say anything about the format. What made you ask that? Because it depend. my answer depends on But why did you say 0.5 PPR? It's not like I said. Any- I default to 0.5 PPR. Oh, my goodness. Leagues are using it. Mixon and Mitchell. <laughs> Sorry. And I would go Mixon and Mitchell, though, yes. Okay. Uh, from Sean. You guys are like an old married couple. Start three. We haven't even, Giants. Yeah, we haven't even argued about the Giants. Antonio Gibson, Eli Mitchell. They'd win the division. What <laughs> happened? I changed that to the Eagles. Sure. Okay, start three. Gibson. Right, last question for me. Gibson, Eli Mitchell, Jerry, Judy, Devonte Smith. Who are you sitting? Gibson, Mitchell, Judy. Judy's well, not. Judy practicing. might be sitting for you. It's half PPR, yeah. but let's say Judy plays. Judy, you're still sitting, Judy. Yeah, especially if he's not practicing this at, on Friday. Okay. See you, Jamie. Bye. Bye, Jamie. A few more questions here from Kyle from a city that borders Tampa. I don't know. St. Pete? Is that... um? I think I know this one. Um, Shoot. I'm not going to get it right now. Damn it. I had it, though. Yeah, that's It's great. like St. something? St. Pete, yeah. St. Peter. Yeah, Pete. Someone with Pete. St. Petersburg. Petersburg. There it is. Traded away. I already said... Yeah, I said that. I gave oh, up... Oh, you said it already? Yeah. DeAndre Swift and DJ Moore for Dalvin Cook and... Devonte Smith. So DeAndre Swift and more for Cook and Devonte Smith. Ooh. Half PPR. That's intriguing. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm actually keeping the Swift side of this weirdly enough. Unless you can find a way to get Madison too. I don't know if that's possible though. That's a good point. Okay. From Ben from a town in Somerset, England. Don't I think Somerset? That's not a town. I don't know. There's no shot that either of us have any England English geography no, in our back none. pocket here. Dear Freddie, Jack, Jason, Michael, and Norman. Can you name them? Freddie, Jack. Is that that's like the Halloween characters? Well, like one Freddy, of one of them is Jason. Right? Yeah. Do you know? The I don't movies? do scary movies. That's another take of mine. Scary movies are lame. Ten team PPR. You're you're a scary movie then. Need to fill. <laughs> you would be a scary movie fan. Like I yeah, just like see it. Like you got to see the new Jason. Jason seventeen. Nah, those are terrible. <laughs> All right, two running backs and a flex. Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Khalil Herbert, Eli Mitchell, Daryl Williams, Jerry wow. Judy, Jalen Waddle. What a team. Um. Well, Barkley's not going to play. So was it Mixon was up top there, right? No, it's Chubb. So start oh, Chubb. Chubb. Chubb in. And then I would play Herbert, even though Mitchell and Herbert is a great debate here. I mean, I just love Herbert's running style and his talent, and I think this is a good matchup for him, so I'd play Herbert. And then you need a flex. Oh, you need a flex, too. And so it's you could, Eli Mitchell, Daryl Williams, Judy Waddle, Mitchell. and it's PPR. Mitchell for me, for sure. You got three guys who could touch the ball 15 times there. Easy. From Paul in New Orleans, who would you rather have next year, ETN or Akers? Great question, um, because this is basically the... The typical keeper type question, dynasty type question. I'm going ETN because I think his injury is a lot easier to come back from. Yes, there's been some more positive cases recently with the with uh, the Achilles that Aker faced, but um, you know, you saw it with Emmanuel Sanders. He's in a nice job coming back off it, but there's way more cases of players not coming back from it. And 
Angel, DST streamer for this week. Seattle against Jacksonville. Atlanta against Carolina or Pittsburgh against the Browns. Love, love Seattle versus Jacksonville this week. Love it. All right. All right. Uh, very, very well done. Why didn't you have Airplane on your top 10 list? Yeah, Airplane's a great movie. Nice slapstick humor. Just not as good, not as clever as any of the ones I named. This is basically what it comes down not to. Not as clever. The whole movie yeah. is clever. Uh, okay. Every line is clever. It, it, I just, I guess slapstick humor just doesn't hit me the same way it hits somebody like you, Adam. It slaps me. It slaps you right uh, You face. know what? I'm going to read, because you listeners or viewers are so loyal, I'm going to read um, some YouTube questions here. T.Y. Hilton, Tim Patrick, or Beckham? OBJ for me. Most highest floor. I mean, highest ceiling, I should say. Daryl Williams, Jerry Judy, Brandon Cooks. <sighs> Cooks. Never in a Never million years would I start. No, not until Terod Taylor's back. I'd probably go mm-hmm. Daryl Williams here. Fine. Daryl Williams is safer. I just think Cooks is this is a nice get right game for him after all the stuff that's gone on with him in the media. Booker, Gaskin, Moss. Ooh, this is all similar options. Um, I'd go Booker. Tony or Beckham? If Tony plays Tony, uh, I'm not so sure he's going to play. Woods or Judy, PPR? Woods, especially with Judy not practicing, he may not even play. Woods either way. I'm hoping that was just some type of maintenance day or something. Uh, One more here. David Johnson or LaVisca Chenault, PPR? David Johnson. Yeah. I'm going to join in on the fun this week until it's not fun. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you on Sunday, Sunday morning with FFT and 5, Sunday night with our show, our podcast, and good luck in week eight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.